do you see people? I mean, really see people. This is Wednesday, November 8th, and I'm not talking about the optical vision and that kind of blindness. I'm thinking of being unable to see people as they are and what their needs are. On Sunday, I shared the story of Charlie McKesey, the Academy Award winner for the best short animated movie. Charlie tells how at the Oscars he was hiding in the bathroom because he was so afraid of having his name called. The book his movie was made from is entitled The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. Now, each of the animals in this little children's book represents the sorts of people we have around us each day. What comes through in the pages is a beautiful vulnerability that reveals our human condition, how insecure we can be, how fears can keep us from fully living, how each of us needs encouragement and support. It's a beautiful little book, really, echoing feelings common to us as human beings, but often the feelings we're not willing to let show through. So what do human beings need? I think we find this expressed in this section of Romans 12 that we're looking at this week. Here's part of it. Romans 12, verse 10 to 13. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Now, basic to this sincere love illustrated that we are started learning about this week in this chapter is the ability to see people. I mean, to really notice them. In 2021, McKenzie, an organization known for studies and research, asked managers why they believe people were leaving their firms. The managers explained that they felt that people were looking for more money, more pay. But McKenzie asked the people who left, and those who left said that they felt they were not being valued or recognized by their organization. In effect, they said they didn't feel seen. This is a common feeling that we have as human beings. A couple can be married for years, and yet one may feel that their mate really hasn't taken the time to know them. How does this happen? Well, first, we can be too focused on ourselves to see others. Maybe you remember the experiment that went viral some years back. You were asked to watch a video and count the number of times a ball is passed by people in a circle. The people are moving around and their positions are constantly changing, and so you have to focus deeply to get the count right. Most people miss the fact that a gorilla passes right through the middle of that scene. Why do we miss it? Well, we're not looking for the gorilla. We are very intent to get the number of passes counted correctly. And we're the same with our lives. This is why we don't like interruptions. They divert our plan, us from our plans. Or we can be so anxious about how we're doing, how we're coming across in conversations and interactions, that we devote little energy to how other people are actually doing. For me, I've often failed to see people because in my way of thinking, often people are locked into the way I saw them years ago. I have a static mindset when people around me 
are changing every day. You see, to love people, we need to be able to see them and ultimately to know them. How can I mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice if I don't know where people are? This is basic to loving others. Here's what we see in Jesus. He sees people that everyone else seems to overlook. He sees the elderly woman who puts two small copper coins into the temple offering when everyone else is looking at the fat cats giving large sums of money. He sees the blind man Bartimaeus when everyone else has already walked past him. He sees the woman at the well when she knows others have long since given up on her. You see, here is where love is born. We come to really see people, to see their humanity, to see their needs, to see them. I remember being with one of my children and being told that I really don't know him. I thought I did, but I was wrong. Of course, seeing means looking and a real entering in. It means listening and waiting and watching. It means presence and the giving of ourselves to be with others. I once heard that Jesus never turned away a person who wanted to see him, to anyone that sought him out. I think he did this because this is what love does. Now, our text shows that this love, this seeing of others, results in honoring others above yourself. This speaks of respect and the recognition of the importance of people as individuals. We honor others when we listen to them, when we lift them up and encourage them. We see the dignity they have as being made in the image and likeness of God. Each person, despite their sins or flaws, indeed does bear God's image. We also share with God's people when they're in need. And finally, we practice hospitality. That word in scripture for hospitality is the Greek word philozenos. It literally means the love of strangers. That means that we love people who are not a part of our group, people we do not yet know, and we begin to open our lives up to them. We invite them in. We make room for them. As we finish today, we remember where we began, with seeing. Do you see people? Really see people? I think only Jesus can pull us out of ourselves long enough for there to be room for others. And the good news, he's done this in the way that he has treated us. And it's here we will plan to pick up tomorrow. Let's pray. Lord God, our vision is so narrow. We draw a circle that leaves out so many people. And you have come to invite all of us in. Thank you for your steadfast love. Help us to rest in you. In your name we pray. Amen.